Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Hello, everybody. Welcome to Houston Astros Baseball. It's Friday, October the 12th. Uh, Some topics we will be discussing in this episode. The Astros set the American League Championship Series roster. Carlos Correa feeling better. And why did the Astros trade Josh Hader? Okay, so the American League Championship Series roster. It was reported a couple of days ago that the Astros were going to go with the 12th pitcher. So that meant by adding that pitcher, they were going to have to drop one of the position players. And right away, my thoughts, Evan Gaddis or Miles Straw. And the pitcher to be added had to be Peacock, Joe Smith, or Hector Rondon. So let's look at the first one. Gaddis, 0 for 2 in the playoffs. Strictly a pinch hitter as of now. Perhaps getting a start at DH, which is going to be hard to come by with Tyler White. And uh, a very small chance of him catching. Miles Straw, pretty much going to be limited to pinch running. He could steal bases, cause havoc. As I said before, the pitcher is going to throw over there. They're going to be totally worried about him stealing. I think he is a good weapon to have. And he did have decent at-bats. I think he had about nine at-bats, maybe played in three games at the most. And he is a pretty decent outfielder. So I feel like he's a little more flexible of a choice. Um, If I would have had to guess, I would say they're probably going to keep Gaddis. But Straw, by making the roster the first time, had a slight chance. But I figured they would go with the veteran, Evan Gaddis. And so pitching-wise, you had Rondon, who's been struggling in September. Uh, Peacock struggling pretty much all season. Not the same pitcher as last season. And Joe Smith has been having a pretty decent year. So I figured it would be between Rondon and Joe Smith. And if I had to guess, it's not my opinion of what they should do. If I had to guess, I would have said Hector Rondon. So anyway, 
This afternoon, A.J. Hinch announced his roster. So what happened is Will Harris and Miles Straw were both removed from the roster, and Hinch added Hector Rondon and Joe Smith. So my first thought there was I had no idea that Will Harris was going to get taken off. I didn't even think that that was going to be an option. Another thing that I didn't know until I read a story earlier is Hinch actually had to choose between Harris and Josh James. So he ended up picking Josh James to stay in the uh, bullpen instead of Harris. Harris pitched one inning in the last series and he gave up one run, but Hinch said that didn't factor in his decision. He chose James over Harris because he said James is a weapon. Uh, he has a 100 mile an hour fastball. He throws three good pitches. That is why I picked him. He said, Will Harris is the odd man out by numbers, not by skill. So, before, oh, let me talk about Miles Straw. So, the reason he said that he picked Gaddis over Miles Straw, I don't know if he put it that way. I think he just said the reason that they didn't choose Miles Straw was the fact that they have Tony Kemp, who is fast, who can steal bases, who can pinch run, and they also have Jake Marisnik. So they already have two fast guys, and he didn't see the need to add a third one. Because in reality, Marisnik may go in at the end of the game for defense, but him and Kemp will mainly be pinch hitters and pinch runners. Although, uh, Tony Kemp did start in game three. So you never know what they're going to do. But based on the fact that he already had two fast guys is the reason he decided not to go with Miles Straw. So one thing I had noted when I announced the uh, divisional series uh, rosters is that Hector Rondon and Joe Smith were picked up in the offseason to bolster the bullpen. And it was surprising to me that they both, it wasn't surprising to me that they helped us, but they both helped us throughout the year and they did make our bullpen better. What surprised me is that they both got left off the divisional series roster. So I noted that, that we picked these guys up to make our bullpen better and they're not even in the playoffs. So that was shocking to me, I guess. Not really shocking, but surprising. And so here we go. We go to the next round. They're both back in it. Are they ready to go? We shall see. Is Hector Rondon ready to go? Is he going to keep letting two men on base every time he pitches? We will see. We've seen a very good side of Rondon. And we've seen very good sides of Smith, as well as some very bad outings by Smith. But overall, I think Smith has been doing good. But in a seven-game series, with wins at a premium, these guys have to be good.
All right, so I also read a little bit about the starting pitchers, and as expected, Dallas Keuchel will be starting game three, Charlie Morton game four. So all of you going to the game in Houston, you will see Keuchel and Morton. Verlander will pitch game five, so you will get to see him pitch in uh, Houston unless somebody sweeps the other team. And then game six, we'll go back to Garrett Cole. And game seven, if there is a game seven, you're looking at Dallas Keuchel starting game seven. So we'll see what happens there. I was asked on Twitter who, like my prediction for the series. I selected this. My prediction was in no order that they will split the two games in Boston. I don't know if they're going to win the first nor the second one, just my guess. Split the first two in Boston, take two out of three in Houston, and then go back to Boston and win game six. Garrett Cole lined up to pitch game six. So this could happen. That is my prediction. Okay, now we move on to Carlos Correa. Let me start with this. A couple of days ago, Mark Yu sent me a story uh, about Carlos Correa dealing with back issues. He was saying that his back hurts every time he swings, and the worst pain that he feels is whenever he swings and misses. So I believe this made him a little gun shy at the plate. It did help him pick up a few walks. Uh, so he was just talking about how much pain that he was in and that he's never really felt good since coming off the DL. And uh, so today a story came out after the Astros beat the Indians, I believe on Tuesday, He's had about four days to rest. And the story today, he says his back feels good and that he feels the best he's felt since coming off the DL. In that previous story about him being hurt, he said he was looking forward to the offseason so that he could get some rest and heal up. So on according to that story, I was kind of thinking that he is going to be playing in pain and he's going to be struggling. Since coming off the DL, his batting average is 180 and in the ALDS, one for 10. So he has a 100 batting average in the playoffs so far, but his last at bat was that three-run homer and perhaps that is what will get him going again. So according to Correa, he feels better than he's felt since coming off the DL. So we shall see what happens with Carlos Correa. Okay, so while watching the Dodgers and Milwaukee, uh, Josh Hader came in in about the fifth inning, I believe. And this guy is a beast. And I've... I've known 
I really didn't know it before because he wasn't that well known to people unless you really follow the minor leagues a lot. He it was really unknown to a lot of people that he used to be in the Astros organization and the Astros traded him. So a little history of this guy. The Orioles drafted him in the 19th round in 2012. They traded him to the Astros along with LJ Hose, if y'all remember that guy, number zero. They traded him for Bud Norris, who at the time, I still believe Keiko was on the team, but he, was, he wasn't really that great. But Bud Norris was sort of like the last holdover from the team when we were actually pretty decent. So he was the fine, one of the final pieces that we got rid of. Uh, so we picked up a good young pitcher and an outfielder, LJ Hose, for Bud Norris. So Hader went on to go 9-2 and two with a 2.70 ERA, 112 strikeouts in 103 innings, and he was the California League Pitcher of the Year. He then got promoted to Corpus, and he was on the United States national team in the Pan Am Games. So on July 30th, 2015, the Astros traded him to Milwaukee. I believe it was Phillips and also Domingo Santana that went along with him. I think it was one more guy. Maybe two. But the Astros were making a playoff push in 2015. And when you're making a push to make the playoffs, what you do is you have to give up young, good prospects to get some veterans that will help you get to that next level. So they did make the trade, and it did pay off at least for that season. The Astros made the playoffs as the wild card team. They beat the Yankees. They went on to play the Royals. Uh, they were actually, if my memory serves me correctly, they were up like five to one or six to one. And then the Royals, and they were up two games to one. And the Royals batted for like 40 minutes, 13 hitters, I remember they had about seven singles in a row. They loaded the bases and just kept hitting, hitting, hitting. And it was a very heartbreaking game. So they tied the series up, and then they ended up winning the series in the next game. So the Astros made this trade for the playoff push in 2015. What did help us, Gomez really didn't help at all. Fires actually helped us a lot last year to win the World Series. Uh, he didn't really help us in the World Series, but during the season, he did help out a lot while we had pitchers on the DL. So I do give Mike Fires a lot of credit for keeping everything together for the Astros. So the Astros made the playoffs. Fires helped them in 2017. So it did work out to be a good trade for the Astros. And right now, it's starting to pay off 
for the Milwaukee Brewers. So another thing I wanted to add that I read when I was researching Josh Hader, uh, I started Googling, like, why did the Astros make this trade? And something came up that was pretty interesting. And you never know what could have happened. But 24 hours before the Astros made this deal to get Gomez and Fires, the uh, Milwaukee Brewers actually, I don't know if they, I think they tried to trade him to the New York Mets. So they had the trade lined up. He was ready to go. I think they had already told him that he was going to be traded. And something happened and the trade fell through. The Astros heard about it and they jumped on it. They wanted Gomez and Fires. I thought picking up Gomez was a good decision. I have a friend named Pat Fuller that is a big Milwaukee Brewers fan. And he actually texted me to congratulate me on picking up such a great player and that we were going to love him and how wrong he was. So anyway, that's my take on Josh Hader. By watching him, it would be very awesome if we still had him. But if we did still have him, maybe we don't get to the playoffs in 2015 and maybe we don't do as well last year as we would have because we had Mike Fires. Okay, that is this episode. I'd like to thank everyone out there for listening. I really do appreciate it. Uh, since the uh, start of the playoffs, it looks like we have got a few new listeners to the podcast. So I wanted to offer up my phone number once again in case you are interested in being part of the show. If you have an iPhone, you can make a voice memo and then you can text it to me, 210-919-1695. Whatever you send me, negative or positive, you can talk about the Astros, you can talk about the podcast, whatever you want to talk about, I will play it on the show. Uh, If you don't have an iPhone... I know one thing a listener has done before, he made some sort of voice recording and he emailed it to me. My email is rl underscore f-o-n-t, rl underscore font at yahoo.com. And as always, you can follow me on Twitter at Rob Fontenot, R-O-B-F-O-N-T-E-N-O-T. So, if you're as excited about tomorrow as I am, 7-0-9, Game 1, Justin Verlander, Chris Sale, Game 2, Garrett Cole, David Price, Sunday, 6-0-9. I'm excited. I can't wait. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Houston Astros Baseball. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. 
Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.